0: Welcome, everybody, to another season of Maction here on Believe Sports Network. We have a full season of college football starting tomorrow, Saturday, um, August 27th. So this is like New Year's Eve of college football for college football fans. Um, I am your host, Mark scafiti former NIU Husky and Akron Zip alum um it's been a busy summer year for me um want to let everybody know i'm going to be in an upcoming tv show on an international channel which is going to be airing here in the us and overseas um it should be coming out around the end of the college football season right around the national championship game in that ooh, week or two uh right after the bowl games, and right around the college football championship. Um, The show should be coming out. Um, We filmed it in Morocco, Phoenix, New York City. Uh, I have to go to uh, another state tomorrow to film again. So it's been a super exciting adventure. Um, It's a potentially life-changing thing for me. Um, I've had a ton of fun doing it. I will tell you more about it when I can. Um, I don't know the exact dates of it or when it's going to air um, or the exact title of it yet. But everything I will, uh, it's not about sports either. I will tell everybody about everything going on with the hat as I'm allowed to and promote it and push it so you guys can all see me in a completely different light. Than sports. It's not about sports at all. Um, so it's more about traveling and meeting people. So um, it's going to be exciting to watch. It's got a story. Um, the scenery in the background is amazing. We're in the Sahara Desert. Um, I'm by the ocean. It's awesome. So that's just what I've been doing every, I mean, it feels like I'm on a plane every week. I've not spent more than 10 days in the same state or city in months. Um, I'm doing many, many plane rides every week, it seems. Um, But it's all fun. I mean, I'm having a great time doing it. It's amazing. Uh, I just was in South America last weekend for a separate event. So it's been an exciting uh, year. And I believe, you know, I'm hopefully thinking it's going to get better and better as the year goes on and next year kicks off with the show, so um, that's what I've been doing all year, and it's been busy and fun and exciting, and I will definitely tell everybody more and more about it when I can. Um, in terms of sports, uh, I'm actually going to one of the uh, the, the mecca of um, sports college football states this weekend, not... A sports related event but I'm flying there anyway this weekend um it is no there's no games there this weekend so I can't actually go watch a game otherwise I would go watch a game um which would have been super awesome and fun to go see I'll just put it this way (laughs) Nick Saban in person that's where I'm going um not to Tuscaloosa but to Alabama um it is just been an amazing, amazing ride so far this year. But now, let's talk about Week Zero. There are no back games Week Zero, but there are games to watch, and there are some great games to watch. Um, I think the big game of the day, this or big game of the week, is Nebraska-Northwestern. I believe the game is in Dublin, Ireland. Yep. Dublin, Ireland. It is on at 11.30 in the morning, Central Time, 12.30 Eastern on Fox. It's, an, it's a Big Ten matchup week one in Dublin so you know you're getting a pretty good game with pretty bad teams most likely Nebraska's been horrible since they've joined the Big Ten Northwestern is throws a you know a couple good seasons in every decade so it's a game on TV we didn't have that last week it's a great game I'm gonna I, I plan on watching as much as long as I can um maybe at the airport or you know on my phone but that game should be good Austin P Western Kentucky, CBS Sports Network. It's on before that. Um, not as good. <laughs> that's not as good. Idaho State, UNLV. Idaho State from the FCS ranks. UNLV has been terrible for 20 years. Um, absolutely awful. So take it for what it is. UConn at Utah State. Um, that's on FS1 later in the day. Wyoming, Illinois, another... Big 10 team playing week zero. Uh, Wyoming can beat them, I think. Illinois is not good in in the Big 10 world. Wyoming should be a pretty decent group of five team. So look for an upset there. Like If you're looking for kind of upsets this week, Wyoming is probably the upset team, the group of five team who's got a shot of winning because Illinois is traditionally not good. And Wyoming could go in there and get it done. Um, I don't know what the crowd will be like in Champaign for the Illini because their fan base is wishy-washy at best, because they're just mediocre at at best as a program. So you might get the Cowboys to go in there and get the W. Um, Duquesne at Florida State, ACC Network. Uh, The other one's on Big Ten. Illinois, Wyoming's on Big Ten Network, if you want to watch. Duquesne, Florida State. I don't see an upset here. Florida State is Florida State. Duquesne is, you know, I don't really think a football school, and they're not going to probably go into Tallahassee and get that one. Charlotte Florida Atlantic that's on CBS Sports Network at night. It's a game, you know, there's nothing special about this game. Um, but it's a game on TV and, you know, if you're around, give it a shot. Florida and AM at North Carolina not worth much of a investment here. Uh the Tar Heels should easily get this one. Um I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't, you know, bank my night around that one. North Texas UTEP that is untelevised at this point. It looks like um, I don't know if there's any way to watch that one, but I would guess North Texas would, you know, would get that one. They're the favorites by a tiny amount, at one point. So it looks like a pretty even matchup. Nevada versus New Mexico State. Um, I like Nevada. You know, they're a nine-point favorite. New Mexico State, the Lobos. They are rejoining a conference. Where are they going? Oh, it slipped my mind. Um, they they're joining a conference again, so they're no longer going to be an independent. They're not going to the some. They're going to Conference USA, I believe. I believe they're moving back to Conference USA as being an independent. That has not gone very well for New Mexico State, but it doesn't go well for anybody in the independent world. Um, and the final game of Vanderbilt versus Hawaii. Vanderbilt is an SEC football team. I'm going to say that up (laughs) front. But teams go to Hawaii, and it's like vacation. Vanderbilt is an SEC, let me quote parentheses, SEC football team should win this football game. But it's in Hawaii. If they were going to any other Mountain West school, Vanderbilt should get this win. Playing in Honolulu, you've ever been there, is a major distraction. (laughs) I can't say it enough. Guys go there and it's like whoa, Hawaii beaches. I mean, you're Vanderbilt's not going to be there really long enough to enjoy most of that. But there's going wherever they're staying, there's probably a pool. They can see the ocean. So there's just something about Hawaii and its magic that can get the job done at home against teams like this. So I don't know if Vanderbilt's going to win, um, but they have they have a they have a shot and Hawaii. I don't know. There's something about island power. Yeah, I think that was one of their mottos, slogans once, you know, the island power when they play teams at home. And that's a real thing. So those are the week zero games. No MAC teams, no MAC games. Um, coaching change in the MAC. Joe Moorhead takes over at Akron. He came from Oregon. I don't know if it's going to work. Akron is a very, very hard place to win. They have been a total disaster since Terry Bowden left. Um, and he wasn't exactly good when he was there. They won the, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. That was the peak of the Bowden era. And I, if I'm just recalling, I think they were 6-6 six and six that year. So it wasn't like a phenomenal season. But they won. They went to Boise and they won the Potato Bowl because I remember seeing the trophy in person when I was there. So I saw the whole. You know, they were celebrating winning the Potato Bowl, which is which is great for a, a school that doesn't have any bowl wins really. That was the peak of the last decade of football at Akron. That was 2015 so season. It's 2022. They have been a total disaster since then. Joe Moorhead is a good football coach. Akron's a hard place to win. If he can get the job turned around there, he might be one of the only people anywhere that can do it. Because nobody else seems to have any success there. But we'll see. Akron has a new logo. I don't know if if you're an Akron fan, if you just follow the Mac. They're going with this A logo um it's no they're not going with the kangaroo zippy anymore it's just a, they have a new turf going in this year and the new logo with their new nike sponsorship um they just rebranded the whole school so it's a big a um i don't know i mean i don't know if that'll change anything uh most of the teams are now going to be wearing the a which is you know it's different you know i don't know if it, on the first couple of weeks when you see it on the screen I don't know if a casual football fan is going to know who they're watching if they just put the logos up. So I don't know if they've done a great job of reinforcing the brand, but it's going to have a new A. So Akron's a little different this year. They've got a brand new turf at the stadium. Uh, they got a new coach. It can't go much worse than it's been at Akron. Um, Let's face it, they've been really, really bad. Um, But it can only go up from here, so the, the, that's the positive. Uh, NIU is your reigning MAC champion. They are predicted to win the MAC West. Uh, Miami of Ohio and Kent State were preseason predictions to win the MAC East. The MAC East is projected to have well nobody over six and six. Now, if Kent State were to were to become MAC East champions. The non-conference schedule that they've put together, let's say, is if they were to go undefeated, I'll give the golden flashes will be going to the college football playoff. Hands down, if they can go undefeated, a Mac school will go to the college football playoff. They have put together one of the hardest schedules in the nation. (laughs) Non-conference play. There are other there but They're going to probably win one game in in, in non-conference. They've got Washington, the Huskies in Washington, the Oklahoma Sooners in Norman, and to finish it all off, the Georgia Bulldogs in Athens. That isn't a schedule designed to win any games. All road games, all really good teams. Two top 10 teams on the road in September that schedule is not designed to go undefeated. But if they, Kent State can go undefeated, I have no doubt they will be in the college football playoff with that schedule. So if that's the goal, to get to the college football playoff, Kent State, you, you have done your job. Now you just have to go out there and win those games. Um, it's a murderous row schedule for the second straight year for the Flashes. I get it. You are looking for money. Those schools pay a lot of money when it comes to non-conference games. But that is a murderous, murderously hard schedule against teams that are just far superior athletically. And you're just, you're not going to win all three of them. You'll be lucky. You'll be lucky to, to get out of that kind of stretch with nobody really getting hurt. Um, because that's a very hard schedule to win. Um other week one highlights. I don't want to do the whole thing now because we have, you know, this is week zero. We have a whole another next week is week one for the Mac. Um, Joe Moorhead, you can watch his first game, uh, ESPN three next Thursday, September first. They're playing Saint Francis of FCS level. I expect a victory there. Um, if you don't win that one, nothing's really changed in Akron. It's, it's, Akron's in for a very tough season if they don't win that one. That is a must win. Central Michigan on the road at Oklahoma State. Tough place to play. Oklahoma State's coming into the season ranked 12th. Um, yeah, I, don't, I don't expect a victory there, but you never know. I believe Central Michigan has won in uh, Stillwater before. So it is entirely possible. I believe they got him on a last second play two years ago. um, Maybe three years ago, something like that. Uh, Ball State at Tennessee. Um, you know, there's going to be one hundred and ten thousand people there. It you know, it's a hard place to play too. Long Island at Toledo. Um, I didn't know Long Island Long Island University really had a football team, so I guess it's probably going to be a win for Toledo. Eastern Illinois, Northern Illinois, um, should be a victory for the MAC champions. You just have to dominate an FCS team like that. Western Michigan at in-state rival Michigan State. Um, Should be be a win for Michigan State, but you never know. Eastern Kentucky at Eastern Michigan. FCS versus Eastern Michigan. Eastern Michigan has gone to four bowl games in the past five seasons. So this is probably going to be a win for Eastern because they're pretty consistent now. Uh, Buffalo at Maryland. I would expect... Buffalo to give them a run, but Maryland Big Ten team, they always have the advantage. Bowling Green at UCLA. UCLA has two more seasons left before they're in the Big Ten. If you don't think that the California Board of Regents is going to block that, honestly, I don't think they're going to. I don't think they can. Um, The reason that there was an issue with UCLA leaving with USC to go to the Big Ten it's not that UCLA is leaving; it's that Cal got left behind. They they don't care what happens to UC, what UCLA wants to do, but Cal is the other big state school, and they are left out in the cold right now because the Pac twelve looks to be on the the verge of disintegrating. Uh, there are more talks that Oregon is going to be actively met with the Big Ten this week. Literally, they went to Chicago and met with the Big Ten office, which is in Chicago. If you didn't know. Um, technically, it's in Rosemont, which is right next to O'Hare Airport, like literally the first exit. Um, but Oregon wants to be in the Big Ten. Washington is probably the next team in the Pac-12, well, Pac-10, soon to be Pac, maybe no Pac, that is also looking at going to the Big Ten because they're in Seattle. The market is perfect. It's exactly what the Big Ten likes. Kel and Stanford or the other California schools, Stanford's a uh, private school. They're on their own. But Cal is kind of left behind by UCLA. If Cal ends up in the Mountain West, California, the California Board of Reaches really is trying to protect Cal and make sure they don't end up in a group of five situation, which is the only reason there's a holdup with UCLA. And they're like, "Oh, maybe, maybe we should block them from going. UCLA is going to the Big Ten, and it's a billion dollars a year from the, the TV contract. So UCLA did what, which is best for them. Cal is going to have to scramble to get into the Big 12 or potentially the Big 10 as well. That remains to be seen. Washington State and Oregon State in the Pac-12, if you've heard any of the rumors, they're not going anywhere. They're most likely destined for the Mountain West. The Big 12 doesn't want them. The Big 12 wants Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah. That's it. And Colorado already said I don't want to go to the Big 12, so that's going to be an issue. If the Pac-12 disintegrates, Colorado's not going to have much of a choice. They're going to have to go to the Big 12 because they're probably not a fit for the SEC or the Big. But those four look like perfect fits for the Big 12. The other one's possibly going to the Big 10, and then you've got these two smaller pac-12 schools with really small stadiums um if you've never been to corvallis or um where washington state is it's right on the idaho border uh it is a really small area like idaho the university of idaho and washington state are across a bridge from each other they are that close uh those two you know not idaho's in the fcs so washington state um Is just a bigger version of that, and they just happen to be in the pack. Um, But Washington State and Oregon State are kind of secondary in all this because their schools aren't as big, their stadiums aren't big, and they're really they don't have the fan base that the other two schools in their states do. But that's where that stands on the the um, Pac-12, Big Ten mergers, or you know, and the Big Twelve. So the Pac-12 is in real trouble right now. So Bowling Green going to UCLA. I don't know Bowling Green hasn't been very good, so that's probably a win for UCLA. Florida Atlantic going to Ohio. If Ohio wants to rebound after last year, that's going to have to be a victory. Miami of Ohio potentially MAC East favorites going into Kentucky. Kentucky plays at least two MAC schools. I know they play NIU in the end of September, so. A couple school max schools are going to get a shot to go into Lexington. And Kent State is your primetime game next Saturday against Washington in Seattle. Again, Kent State is just so ambitious, um, so out there. We are so ready to take on the world with those kind of schedules. Um, college football's back. Bottom line, week zero is here. Enjoy it. Um, you got two weeks before the NFL kicks off. Enjoy college football this week. You got college, I mean, there's a lot of games. You got college football next weekend, a full slate of games. So all 130 something schools going at it next week. Um, I'm excited because we have now every weekend for the next 19 weeks, 20 weeks, a live football game. So, uh, come back next week. I will do a recap of whatever happens this week in, you know, week zero. And then we will kind of get into more of the MAC games. There are a lot of them. So <clears throat> until they play conference games, it's a short and condensed time. And I'll give everybody an update on how my trip to uh, Alabama goes. Uh, until then, enjoy college football. I'm Mark Scafidi, and I will see you next week here on Maction on Believe.